Hi guys, Stacey Ray here, back again with the podcast. I hope you found the other ones useful. Um, I would listen to this when I'm getting ready or when I'm walking and I just want to listen to some revision instead of stare at it. Um, you can find me at Instagram at Stacey Ray or YouTube. Today we'll be looking at Mrs. Berlin. Uh, straightforward in terms of uh, analysis. I think she offers quite a lot. Um, as always, we go metaphorically and allegorically with our characters in an inspector cause because of what Priestley is doing. And therefore, um, allegorically, Mrs. Berlin represents the sin of wrath uh, because she has this disdain and this hatred for the girls, which comes in girls of that class. And we're not, we're not so sure why she really, really dislikes these types of women, but it's there for us. Um, there is an argument as well that she represents pride because the very re- reason she won't give it Eva Smith the charity is she said she was Mrs. Berlin. So we've got the pride and the arrogance in her name and her social position. Um, Mrs. Berlin is one-dimensional. She does represent the callousness of capitalism. She is one-dimensional because the character we meet on the first page is, in fact, the same character that we have at the end. So your stage directions for Mrs. Berlin are cold, and in that adjective, we want to analyse how she is unable to feel emotion, and therefore she won't feel it for Eva Smith. She won't show sympathy. She is unable to realise the error of her own behaviour and her own actions so anything the inspector says will be met with this kind of um dismissal by mrs berlin um she is 50 and she is her husband's social superior um husband's social superior there's quite a lot in that because social superior we want to be talking about yes it's got siblings in it we want to be looking at superior it 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 has connotations of power it has connotations of a class system that is elitist and also um i suppose the hierarchy and it places mrs berlin towards the top it, there is an we can possibly infer as well that it's the reason Mr. Berlin marries her because of her social position. She is obviously a woman who is regarded highly within that particular society in Brumley. Um, and again, her husband's social superior we can be analysing for Mr. Berlin as well. So we get that. Um, in terms of Mrs. Berlin, I would be looking at uh, lots of students are going to analyse girls of that class. Make sure that you analyse the determinant of that. Girls of that class, there's a detachment in that. You can hear the disdain and the wrath, like I said earlier, in her voice as if, oh, like she is disgusted. It sets up this huge disparity between the classes as well. And we can see the huge gap that is forming between Mrs. Berlin and Eva Smith. Um and again, the ignorance. She not only represents the callousness of capitalism, but the ignorance of it as well, that she won't even listen to why Eva Smith has killed herself because she makes sweeping generalisations. The reason she does that is because she doesn't understand the lower class women because she lives in her own bubble. And that, guys, is shown to you when the setting does not change. So the metaphorical setting represents the fact that they are in their own bubble where they are protected by their wealth and their position, um, and obviously the inability to change and the inability to understand the outside world. Um, and that's when we bring in Peter Ospensky. And Peter Ospensky, it's on my YouTube and it's on my Instagram, um, Eternal Recurrence. If we don't change our behaviours, then the cycle will continue. And that is why we begin and end the play in the same way. Because Mr Berlin and Mrs Berlin haven't apologised and or changed their ways. So we've got 
cold husband social superior and the fact that she's obviously of, the, of an older generation who are slightly more narrow-minded she is the ignorance and the cal- the callousness of capitalism she is wrath and she is pride when she is talking about um eva smith and she says, as if a girl of that sort would refuse money, she repeats the determinant of that. And look at that jet sweeping generalisation, as if a girl of that sort would refuse money. And then she tars them all with the same brush, as if they'd all take money off someone, as if they'd all take stolen money. No, because some people, some even unfortunate people with a lack of wealth, have a moral compass. Mrs Berlin is lacking that. And again, as I say, said on my podcast about Eric, Guilty and dumbfounded is the final line of the play. Guilty comes from the Latin gold, meaning a moral defect. Mrs. Berlin is morally corrupt. She is morally corrupt in terms of her position within the charity and her behaviour there. The fact that she abuses her position. She is morally corrupt in the sense that she has this silly belief that all girls act in the same way and that all girls would take stolen money because, well... Because they're desperate, which is wrong. Um, she, um, in her questioning with the, with the inspector, says so many wonderful things, uh, and she she kind of where she makes herself guilty without even contemplating that she has. She says, um, "I used my influence to have it refused about the charity." So we want to be. Analyzing well, I first of all, it's very self-centered, isn't it? I used my influence. Look at the possessive pronoun my, as in this powerful notion. And then she says influence, and influence is in the same semantic field as superior. This power, power-driven woman, influence. If if you look in the dictionary, if you influence something, guys, you change and you affect somebody's behaviors and somebody's actions. She doesn't just influence Eva Smith. She literally changes her and affects her life to the point of suicide. Mrs. Berlin is the last person to see her. Mrs. Berlin is the nail in the coffin. Yeah, she's the. You know what I mean. She's the straw that breaks the camel's back. So her influence is far-reaching, and as a woman at the head of a female charity. You have ironically uh, defied the very rule that you possess by not giving out charity. She defies it. And also, this is where capitalism is destructive because now we've got the individual distribution of wealth, the private distribution of wealth, that she should decide. Now, the reason she decides against Eva Smith is the sin of pride, which she said she was Mrs. Berlin. So, so what? Um, it's infuriating, isn't it? And and really, Priestley shows you the beauty of the welfare state and the benefit system there, because Eva Smith, under a socialist government, under the Labour Party, would be protected by the welfare state, and she wouldn't be left at the hands of the callous Mrs. Berlin, who dismisses her. Um, and again, when the baby dies, burnt her inside out. Again, as a consequence of Mrs. Berlin not not giving out the charity, which is her job, her role, her duty, as she she so says, then the future is metaphorically destroyed. Priestley sent in a message there when the child obviously dies that the future will be ruined under capitalism. Yes, because obviously capitalism is about wealth, um, protecting wealth, gaining wealth, profit making, business, etc. Um on the point of I did my duty, Mrs. Berlin, Mr. Berlin and the inspector all say I did my duty. Now, again, duty is used very differently by them. Mr. and Mrs. Berlin say I did my duty as if it's an occupation. Look in the dictionary. So then we start asking as as the audience and, and as people criticising her and being critical in English literature here. She thinks it's her job to deny girls 
charity. She thinks it's her job to not distribute the wealth fairly. She thinks it's her her job. So she's placed herself um, in a very almost godly position there, um, literally deciding. And duty is also a moral obligation. Moral again, morality. And if she's lacking any morality, then she won't feel morally obliged to hand out the charity. Um, and then we wonder how many other girls have done something that have, have, has annoyed her because she represents a sin of wrath. And we don't know why. And then worse than that, not only have I, I used my influence to have it refused, she then says, or she's in there, she says that she was prejudiced against her. Prejudice means she discriminates. Prejudice means for no reason, no thought, with no opinion, you dislike somebody, therefore you treat them differently. Now, if Mrs. Berlin is prejudiced against lower class, poor, unfortunate, working class girls, then we have a problem because she's the person in charge of the charity. So society here is, it, well, it's morally bankrupt. It's actually corrupt. Um, it's manipulative. It's abusing the people that need it the most. God, you know, in yes, you could define what charity means. So I use my influence to have it review, refused and prejudiced me against her. And then she has the cheek to say I was perfectly justified. And again, as an audience, we're thinking, well, what was your justification? Please give me the justification. Because if it's just about your name and your social position and her saying she was you or saying she was a family member of the Berlins, then that is not anywhere near a justification to send her packing pregnant and jobless. Um, so again, what Mrs. Berlin sees as uh, moral behaviour and justified behaviour to everybody else is is inexplicable, it's deplorable. Um, so we get that. Again, I say it all the time, guilty and dumbfounded, end of the play, we need it. Um, she speaks triumphantly at the end. Triumphantly means to win uh, a victory. What did she win? Why is she speaking triumphantly? Well, one, she thinks her social position and her social status um, in Edwardian England is protected because nobody knows what they've done. Um, and two, it's like a sigh of relief. We've got away with it. It also means that Eric hasn't, uh, isn't the father of this uh, lower class woman's baby. So again, she thinks she has won. And if we look at my podcast on Eric Berlin, when he calls her a sport, it's a game in a capitalist society that poor people cannot win. They can't prosper and they can't be victorious because they aren't provided with the resources that they need, like healthcare, like uh, the welfare state, like um, adequate education. Okay. Um, again, there'll be more to say about Mrs. Berlin. I hope this was quick, rev quick revision and useful. Please tell people about my podcast. It probably will help with revision. If not, you can catch me on Instagram at Stacey Ray and YouTube Stacey Ray. Massive good luck, guys.